This is what Brooklyn sounds like. Due to the graphic nature of this program, discretion is advised. Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Safe Space Radio, also known as Art Star Scene Radio, on Radio Free Brooklyn. I am Francis Hall, also known as Face Boy. I'm Lucille Tiamore. I thought you were Lucy today. Well, Lucy and Lucille are sort of, um, they switch really quickly between each other. Okay. All right. Um, I, I felt I would be proper and, you know, do start the show proper. And we also have your friend. Can, can I say who's here? Um, we have my best friend here, um, Rachel. Um, Rachel is the person who did such a great job at educating me about DID so that it wasn't um, formally known as multiple personality disorder. So it wasn't so scary for me when I started going through it. And when my doctor kind of told me that like I was making the art that like, I was like, people are changing my artwork. And he was like, no, people aren't changing your artwork. I was like, yeah, they, it's different. I wake up and the art is different. And he, he's like, that's you. I think that's you doing that. And, that's that was like the first inkling when he, when like when I started accusing people of like changing my artwork. He was like, "No, you that's not happening." <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was afraid I was gonna have to do a music show tonight. Yeah, well, last night was um, a little rough. My landlord has committed war on me. Told me they're taking me to court, not evicting me, but taking me to court. So not telling me for what. Um, then they sent me something like. It was after the date of that I was supposed to be technically be in court. So I think it's kind of like a falsified letter, but it's still from from their lawyer, you know. So it's the last time they like didn't send it from they they've done these eviction notices. It hasn't been like from the lawyer. It hasn't been very professional. But this one was actually like they paid somebody to do it. Um so it like it was looked a little scarier. Um but then they started, you know, they then they put different people they rent out the apartments in the building like hour by hour instead of like um like renting them full term and so people were like using they the landlord was using it to harass me and he was like put like a, a scary dog there he um they, they put kids with guns and like just you know like really like but hipsters who can't don't know how to use a gun probably but still it was like I, I heard the dog barking one night it, we were on the phone and it was it really was like the, the dog doesn't live in the apartment building there's no nobody lives there so there's no there's no reason for a dog to just be dropped off if, if you don't live, live there i understand if like you lived in the apartment and you wanted to drop off your friend's dog or something but nobody lives in the apartment you don't just like d- abandon a dog in an abandoned apartment that's not like we, this is not doggy daycare like one time they did it with three dogs three vicious dogs all growling like all, like it all sounds like the types of pitbulls that are trained to kill like that's what it sounds like the growling is not normal growling yeah i almost thought that it was like a pre-recorded thing because I, so, I, I wonder if it is i'm it, it i do was, wonder if it is like i do wonder that because it was so like so so typical, steady so steady typical boom, horror boom, movie boom. like like barking like dog. The, the, the dog is gonna kill you and like it's 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 the way that it's growling. It's like that, like you've seen every time you've heard a growl like that, somebody died. And um, you know, they did one time try to stick a dog on me, but luckily, like um, I, me and dogs are very loyal to each other, so even an attack dog did not attack me. But um, you know, I am am a little concerned going in and out of the building when with this dog there. Um, but it doesn't stop barking at all, so I'm also wondering if it's a recording. Because like, how long can a dog keep barking? 
without getting tired. It's, uh, it's it consistent. Did, it's, it's consistent. It like, almost seemed to be like it was a recording. And, the, and there's recordings of like war sounds and like um, like, like war alarms, um, like d- different like um, like they they will pound, they will take pick up like metal, like like pick up like a, t- a t- like a like a very expensive like heavy very expensive heavy piece of furniture and drop it on like they pick it up with like a like a machine and drop it like that type of thing to to make noise in my apartment. Yeah, when a landlord wants you out, they will do all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, on that one note, I need some whiskey. I need some because like it's really getting it's bad. right over there. It's really getting bad. And well, I, can like, hand it I didn't end up in the psych ward today, so thank yeah, God. Normally, the the landlord like knows like that when they start acting this way, then I do act crazy. So when they call the cops, like when I like I'm haven't done anything wrong again, I haven't said anything to anybody, and I haven't like I haven't been violent or anything like that. But because they show up and I am acting like weird, like um, then they're like, yeah, you definitely have to go. But this time, I just like didn't act weird. I was like. Okay, I'm not gonna act weird, and I didn't even like, listen to music. I just, even though I wanted to, to like drown out the dog sound, I was just like, you know, just don't make any sounds that they can say that you were doing anything wrong yourself. You know, just stay in the silent apartment, listen to this dog fucking bark, listen to these people fucking harass you, and like they were like making fun of me, like stuff, personal things they knew, like the only really the landlord knows, like ma- like this group of people I've never seen before in my life, like outside my apartment. But they all scared of me. These white kids. Oh, wait. Fuck, I'm white. Just stop saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but these, it just happens to be that they're all, like, very white, the kids that um, get hired. And, like, you know, so these white kids to get are always here. Like, And I, every time I see the like, kids who are like, too white in the neighborhood, I'm like, no, I'm going to give you a tax. <laughs> Rachel, before the show uh, was mentioning you don't know really how to pick out a wine, uh, this is my suggestion for you. Go to the wine store, wait until you see either a guy in his 40s with a beard or a lesbian. Buy what they buy. I, guy I, with a beard in his 40s or a lesbian. They know wines. They know wines. You know, me and, my, me and my ex-wife, we used to get like a bottle of wine every night. And like it was like we would have to like spend a long time thinking about like which wine we would get. And we knew like each like what each one tastes like. like by that, at one point, I feel like I tried every wine in the fucking store. Like, and then like. We, and this is when you were a lesbian. When I was lesbian. And you then knew we, how to buy wine. We had to spend, <laughs> and we have spend, spend like, and we had to spend like an hour deciding which bottle of wine and like thinking about like what food it would match with. And like now I just think about those days and it makes me like angry like i'm like i'm like who would ever want to do that a like, lesbian or a guy at, at, but at the time place. at the time i had so much fun like i was like i was like okay baby like, yeah let's go to the wine store best day best part of my day like no like no it's not like you're there with these snobby ass people like the people who run the wine stores are always like, so snobby like if it, because you you have to go to the nice wine store when you're a lesbian you can't go to the regular wine store you have to go to like, the organic one this is no fair bands or whatever but actually i think i should do that now because i'm vomiting from wine or i'm just old and can't drink anymore when I was in my 40s, I could choose good wines, but only when I had a beard. Only when you had a beard? Yeah. Because it was like I had some magic power for wine choosing. Well, beards are supposed to be like a, help you lie. Okay. Um, so maybe I just I think, thought I was I think because you don't get the worms wine. out. Me and Rachel today were talking about how there's worms in, in people's faces. and No, no, no. We were talking about how there's not, how we feel like there's worms. Yeah, yeah, there's there's not. There's there. not. Okay, so don't get nervous. There are no worms in your faces, but... No one no one go looking for them. Don't go looking for the worms. So if you have a mental health problem and you're, you're like, and you bounce off people's ideas, don't b- bounce off my ideas. Um, 
I'm, I'm very glad that we are a show where we can talk about mental health issues because I am starting to get the uh, seasonal affected disorder kicking in, the SAD. Uh, it's, it's not as bad as it's been in the past. You're you're nodding yes. Do you want to speak dark. to it a bit? I think it's it hit. just dark out there. Yeah, it, it, it hit. we had if a bad week. If you can get right into the mic, and I've never had... been on a radio show before. You're doing great. Yeah, it's dark. It's dark out there. It's a little. It's a little sad. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like. Yeah, I don't want you to feel like you have to say anything in this show but, at all. But, but if but there is a moment you, you want to express love... yourself, then yeah. let it out and talk talk as much as you want. Like, as much as you want. Uh, Except we, for that one time somebody talked over me the whole show. <laughs> I can't bring that up. Can we... Uh, I didn't say her name. Talk a little bit about our, our coping mes- mechanisms for uh, for SAD. Uh, okay. Go first, or if you could go first if you'd like. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was like ready. I was like... <laughs> go, go. <laughs> no, no, I just, I'm just so used to, like, doing this. Like, me and Rachel have to do this, like, to, like all the time. Um, well, I, I find my coping me- mechanisms are different for like all of my mental health problems. So depression, I use different ones than I use for, you know, like when I'm really depressed, like I really, really don't want to do like art that much because like, I'm going to be like this shitty fucking art. This looks terrible. This, this might just make it worse. Like, you know, so sometimes like, mm, sometimes it's like a little bit more of a non-judgmental behavior is a little bit easier in me if I'm really in a very depressive um, funk. So Maybe something that's still engaging, like a podcast, but something that doesn't require me to like judge my own talents. Um, because you, there's nothing worse than being sad and then making yourself more sad because you suck at life again. You know what I mean? Um, but then I think there's today. We yesterday we talked about there's a big difference between like drawing and putting on makeup. And putting on makeup is like um, something where you're really like engaged in the process and it's not passive. Um, but um, like art is passive. Rachel, um, Rachel, did you were you done? Yeah, I'm done. Rachel, do you want to speak to how your what your coping mess, me, <laughs> coping mechanisms are, uh, and if they are specifically for sad? If they're not specific, then that's okay. Yeah, I think I think it's art. Um, we we're talking, yeah, about art being more distant from you, whereas makeup, like it's on your body, it's yourself. It's like pretty immediate. Yeah, for me, makeup can bring out a different side of me so you know that can be really nice but um it can be too intimate sometimes if like you're in a really like psychotic state but i think if you're just depressed like i think makeup might be a good one one thing that that helps me is is doing service to others that's that i find helpful and 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 what has happened over the past few weeks, some very beautiful poetry has been coming out of me uh, in in the evening time. It's not 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 thing that I sit down to write. It's that I'm starting to hear these words. Rachel I, did punk rock and I, um, and I, poetry, and I, and I put them to paper, and uh, and I've been sharing them on uh, social media, and, and they've been they've been really helping uplifting other people, people, uplifting people. Like someone had said, you know, I just lost my my dog, and the words that you shared brought me so much comfort. Thank you, thank That's you. That's very that. nice. And and getting that kind of feedback uh, is, you know, it's it's more difficult to do service to others. Old people, Facebook seems a lot better than my generation's Facebook. Not to call you old. Sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. <laughs> I just went there. I've never I've never called you old before. It's just like, I don't look at you as old, but I look at people your age as old. 
I'm 56. Like your age is old, but you're not old. Like so, you're you're like younger than you've ever been. But like, so a lot of 56 year olds are old. Like I think of like my parents at 56, and they were old. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. My dad, he didn't make it to 56, but at 53, yeah, he he was old. Yeah, my dad had a stroke and almost that he almost died from at 57. Like that was the year 57. Like he was very old at 57. You know, like so I think of him and I'm like. How is my boyfriend there? And then, like, Ernie's even older. Um, oh, mm-hmm. poor Ernie. <laughs> Sorry, Ernie, if you're listening. He's not listening. <laughs> it might, might be, but probably not. There is one song I want to play, and then we'll get back to the talk part of this show. And like I said, I was going to do a reggae show tonight, and I was, and, and but I also want to do a song from Meatloaf. Well, guess what? Oh, I know. Poor Meatloaf. Meatloaf did a reggae song. He did? Meatloaf did a reggae song. I did not know that. He did Stand By Me in the style of reggae. And we're going to play that for you right now. I'm so excited. Yeah. I know. I don't know what just happened. Give me a minute here. Just as long as you stand by me Just as long as you stand by me Like we see, but I won't 
So during that lovely song, Rachel and I started talking about um, some of our, um, do you mind me saying? Sure. Some of our psych ward stays. And um, in, in last year, they um, I had to go, my blood pressure was so low, I had to go to the hospital for my anorexia. Like I had to like stay in the hospital. And then I had to discharge to a psych ward, like not, not an eating disorder program, but a psych ward for the more serious. But um i had snuck in a vape and i think the like i vaped the whole the whole er trip all the way up to westchester so like they they knew i had a vape but then i just like stuck it back into my vagina in front of the er guys and then they didn't (laughs) so then like i guess i thought they were gonna be cool because like they it seemed like it was going well they would be cool be cool and like nobody said anything and then like hours and hours and hours later but i you know they still haven't let me go to the bathroom so i still have it inside me um you know um they're asking me like to shake out my vagina. They're, they're like they're, they're living naked and they're like in this closet. It's a closet, so it's a really small like place. Like they, they didn't have anywhere to do the strip searches. They're not so we're supposed to do strip searches and like they so it's like the linen closet, but it's really small and like we're, and they're like shake. And I was like, this is like more offensive than like anything I've ever done in my jobs. Like what the fuck is going on? Like, and, and this but, is this is not prison. This is this is not prison. This is like you. supposed to be for like little like intro girls and then like because they couldn't find the vape they just kicked me off the floor they're like fuck you we're not helping you you can go to you can go to you can go hang out with the borderline kids and i was like fine i will and I, they also kicked me off that floor <laughs> they paid me to leave <laughs> like i wasn't supposed to the doctors had told me i'm just gonna spend like another week there to do some tests um and to do like my ADHD tests again, redo those, re- redo some very expensive tests that like would have been nice to do, but like um I was like really going crazy with the, the staff like on this, so it wasn't really worth it. Like I'd I'd rather spend three thousand dollars than go another week here. You know what I mean? Like if I have to spend three thousand dollars again to get some of this testing, I will. You know, like I was just like I get me off this floor. I, I, like I was like I'll waste three thousand dollars today. I will do that. Yep. F- fuck it. I'm not taking the tests. So I was like go to convince them. I was like, can I just leave? You know, I'm not going to take the test. And they were like. Yeah, I mean, no, but yeah, we're going to let you, like, we're, we're going to let you. And then I was like, okay, I have to wait for my friend to come because he has my phone or whatever and, and my credit card. And they were like, um, okay, we're going to hire you an Uber and pay you. Like, just leave right now. Leave right now. Hey, I just want to mention, 
I thought the same thing. Is this really meatloaf when I first heard it? Yeah. Because it's not until he gets into the chorus that you like hear that belting meatloaf voice. It's, it's, he's, it's so sweet. A friend of mine, he has his whole apartment building. He looks just like meatloaf, just like, like spitting image. He, he, his whole apartment building truly was like a joke, but they truly believe it's his was his dad so like he got all these like, condolence texts today like <laughs> and, like, um like, it, like yeah it's funny like what you can get people to believe but he actually does look like just like him like a lot of uh people uh my age <laughs> which is not old it's not old i i, I that was a really not nice of me my first but exposure also old isn't a bad word my, old is not a bad word old is not a bad word fat and old are not bad words no way my first exposure. The, the, you can be fat and old. My, my first exposure <laughs> to, to meatloaf was uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, that's such a nice exposure to him. He's really versatile. Yes, 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 and uh, and boy, he just exploded in that in that scene. You know, he 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 just had that one scene, but he comes out and and it's just a an explosion of energy, and he's just so fantastic and. Then Frankenfurter kills him. <laughs> Can, it's so it's so weird when people. Are, I, it's really weird. My friend convinced everybody it was that like they'd just be like, "Hey, how's your dad meatloaf?" Like, yeah, <laughs> and, 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 like, and they just like took him. They took him so seriously when he was like, "Yeah, that's my dad." Yeah, like you look like, look like him. Yeah, my dad. I should start saying who nobody looks like me. I'm a freak. I'm a weirdo. Hey, folks. <laughs> uh, Omicron is finally waning in New York. I know they even said it at the government. My government program even said it. So we have a little bit of good news there. My uh, friend, my friend Anna was like, "So COVID's over now," and like she got really hopeful, like that we had finally like completed COVID. And we, no. we're, we've been trying to explain to her that's like never going to happen, yeah, but yeah. she she like doesn't believe us. So she was like, "Okay, it's over." Like, and we were, and, and I was like, "I know," like, and it was her birthday, so you really didn't want to be like. No, it's not over. But like, but Nick was like, "No, it's it's not over. It's never gonna be over." Like, and she was like, "What? You mean I'm still gonna have to wear a mask in the summer?" And, and he was like, "Yes, absolutely." And like, I think people just aren't realizing like we're not gonna be over with it. Yeah, the good news is Omicron is fading, waning. I think the, we're gonna be wearing masks for the rest of our life. The bad news is it should. I'm not okay with that. This is I never. I know. Is, not I want to see people's away. smiles. Yeah. Like I don't want to. I'm okay with the mask, but like I, I don't want to like do it forever. I miss people's faces. I miss people's faces. It's really weird. Like I'm in this. We're in this therapy program, and like we don't see anybody's face. So you don't like know what emotion they're conveying, like while they're speaking, and you're like, you have to look at their eyes. Oh, you, you know, That's you know weird. what Peter says to me. He goes, he he comes up to me and he goes, "Remember when they took took your cat away from you?" <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's not trying to be mean. He wasn't he's trying not. to be mean. He's just like he was looking at it in the, what really that is what happened. So he was just stating what actually happened. He's very like kind of like simple in the way he like speak, speaks. He says like simple like. It's just exactly what, like, it happened. Like, he doesn't add extra shit. Like, he'll just be like, like, blue is blue. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, right to the point. I appreciate so, that. I appreciate that, too. I like that about him. So, he, but he comes up to me and right to the point. Remember when they took your cat away from you? I was real sad. I'm like, fuck, yeah. I do remember that. And I, that's exactly how I, th- everybody keeps saying that, that they so didn't sad. take my cat away. They're like, we didn't take the cat away. No, we didn't take the cat away. And I'm like, well, what else do you call it, then? And like now I'm like, see, Peter knows. Peter knows they took my cat away. (laughs) 
Cloud. Cloud, but I did visit Cloud this week. She was in heat, so she was just trying to like fuck me, but (laughs) (laughs) she was also stalking me while I was sleeping. I think it was maybe about two years after Rocky Horror was released, I believe that was when uh, Meatloaf had uh, his his biggest hit, uh, Paradise by the Bat Dashboard Light. And I remember that that was at, at the 8th Street Playhouse. They would play Paradise by the Dashboard Light, the, the video, sometimes before the, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That was great. Okay. We're going to play this. Jelly, this... This Jelly Roll song, you got you know Jelly Roll. No, but I can find it. It's because you're old. <laughs> no, Jelly Roll is just not your type of music, really. What am um, I looking for? Wheels fall off. I sent it to you. Did you queue up those songs? No, probably not because you didn't think I was coming. Wheels fall off. Now, while by I- Jelly Roll, Roll, and it um he does he does um actually talk about um you know the the dangers of cocaine in this song, and I am on a cocaine reduction model with my psychiatrist that how's that going well i will say my cigarette reduction is going a lot better than my cocaine reduction but um i am reducing slowly but surely but it's just like a slow reduction it's like i'm like okay i'll do it like a little bit less and like they want me to like half it each month and i'm like yeah it's really not like a like half-life thing it's more like a i'll take away like one day that i did it like you know, like, and then next month we'll take away two days. Like, you know, like, not, like, not half the days. This is Wheels Fall Off by Jelly Roll. <laughs> Lately I've been drinking too much. Drinking too much. Lately I've been smoking too much. too much. Like the stars are close enough to touch. To touch. Fucked up. Fucked up. Let me roll something, I need to smoke something People checking for me like the weed man phone number You fuck with that coke, huh? Tell me why you know stuff You tell me why you been fucking that lane for the whole summer I'm here now, what you wanna do, boo? Tell them dudes texting you, you got a new dude Yeah, you got a little fame and you got yourself a name And you made a little change, well I do too Boss moves, baby, South Nashville I don't need a fucking rapper co-signing, that's real I just need my team and my biz, that's how I feel Like I took a Ferrari and set it up on high heels yeah, you heard the remarks from the bitches how I used to really play with they heart. They was telling you the truth, I was just playing my cards. I swear to God, I dealt with you a different way from the start. Till the wheels fall out, 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 till the wheels fall out. We gon' ride, we gon' ride, we gon' ride till the wheels fall out, till the wheels fall out, till the wheels fall out. We gon' ride right now, till the wheels fall out, till the wheels fall out, till the wheels fall out. My motherfucker, don't try motherfucker when you ride. Everything, so we don't keep no secrets, and we know we got each other. That's the reason that we speak. Till the wheels fly. 
Um, so I also want to play Not Afraid by Eminem because that is his song about, um, about his recovery and it's, um, very meaningful and he does discuss, you know, that if you're not there yet, that there's still like space to heal and it, you know, it, you know, give yourself time because sometimes it took me a really long time to get into a place of like, um, you know, harm reduction recovery, you know, it took me a really long time to like, even though harm reduction seems like somewhat easier, it still just like wasn't clicking for like years. Like it took me years to get here. Um, and it took me years to recover from my eating disorder too. Years. Like it was like, just kept going back to treatment, kept going back, kept going back. So if you're in a, you know, hard spot, it's okay. We love you. This is uh, not loading. Oh no! Give me a minute. I'm just gonna find another another version of it. Okay. Yeah, it's a popular song. There's a lot. Look at Cassidy drew on my nails. These X, these smiley faces with these X marks. She made it on me. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. It's been a ride. Everybody. I guess I had to go to that place to get to this one. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. I'll get you there. You can try and read my lyrics off of this paper before I lay them But you won't take the sting out these words before I say them Cause ain't no way I'm gonna let you stop me from causing man When I say I'm gonna do something, I do it I don't give a damn what you think, I'm doing this for me So fuck the world, feed it beans, it's gassed up If it thinks it's stopping me, I'ma be what I set out to be Without a doubt, undoubtedly And all those who look down on me, I'm tearing down your balcony No way fans of us, don't try to ask him why, how can he From infinite down to the last relapse hour Still sitting, whether he's on salary, paid hourly until he bows out or he shits his bowels out of him. Whichever comes first, for better or worse. He's married to the game, like a fuck you for Christmas. His gift is a curse. Forget the earth, he's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid to take a stand, take a stand. Everybody, everybody, come take my hand, come take my hand. We'll walk this road together. I shouldn't have to rhyme these words in the rhythm for you to know it's a rap You said you was king, you lied through your teeth For that, fuck your feelings Instead of getting crowned, you're getting capped And to the fans, I'll never let you down again, I'm back I promise to never go back on that promise In fact, let's be honest, at last we last CD was said Perhaps I ran them accents into the ground Relax, I ain't going back to that now All I'm trying to say is get back to black cloud Cause I ain't playing around It's the game called Circle and I don't know how
texted us um we we're te- we're telling rachel about you and she wants to meet you one day you sound nice yeah she said you sound really nice um i think it's because uh, i don't i don't think i should go into it should i i think it, it might be private it, it's private <laughs> well while you're thinking about that yes sending you love calvin we miss sending you, you we, love we, I, I made a joke calvin that i was gonna suck your dick to get to get the, to get the numbers <laughs> To get the numbers, but I, but um, but then the I numbers of listeners, the numbers of listeners, but then um, I said no, Calvin wouldn't want that because he's like you know a good guy who wa- wants like real. There's nothing wrong with getting your dick sucked. That's not you're not a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, sucked. I'm sorry. That was that was such shaming, but like, he, <laughs> but he wants like like a real like connection. In I mean, Calvin and I are really good friends, but he doesn't just want like bro code like fucking dick sucking. <laughs> you are listening to a Safe Space Radio, also known as Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn's mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. Every dollar helps us to stay on the air and allows us to continue our work in the community. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so all contributions are tax deductible. Please support with a monthly pledge or a one-time donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. If you're an Amazon shopper and would like to donate in a way that costs nothing to you, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile Charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. Hey, if you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone or the Google Play Store for Android. Please be sure to to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming RFB events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. 
I also have to give Calvin major props because like when my mom kicked me out of the family right after my baby nephew was born, that was really traumatic for me. And I, I was truly losing my mind. Like I, they had to put me like when they realized my mom was serious, they, they, they were like, um, they like started like, they were like, gave me like some sort of like mobile phone that they had to talk to her and they put me in the padded room to talk to her they were like oh my god like your mom kicked you out of the family no way like you have to go in the padded room right now you have to go in the padded room to talk about this with her and like they got like a mobile phone to talk to me like with like which they don't normally do like they got like some sort of other phone device they had and like got me to talk to my mom in there and i was like mom so, but so right after that, I was like decided to tell Calvin that like you are a racist because like, <laughs> and like, but I was like crying hysterically because I just really kicked out of my family and Calvin really like comforted me. I don't think he could understand a word I was saying, but he still comforted me. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I. Calvin is, Calvin really like took one for the team this year because like, I was like, I trust no one, but I do sort of trust Calvin. So I guess I could talk to him, but I'm sure Calvin didn't, that was unwarranted. Like he didn't really want but I was like, I was like, I'm gonna cut myself off from society. Okay, I'll call Calvin. I'll call Calvin. <laughs> you know, there, there's, there's, there's platonic relationships can be wonderful. One of the people that reached out to me recently is, uh, uh, she was. She was a very close friend of mine going back to college, so I was pretty young at the time, and. And I said, and 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 I and you know, she talked about how much, how how deep our friendship, what it meant to her, how I was like part of the fabric of her life. And I said uh, uh, to her, Amy Pescatello is her name. Uh, if you're listening, I'm sharing my love for you on the radio. I said our relationship is the most romantic, platonic relationship I've ever had. I think that's how I feel about Calvin. And you know we we would we would sleep in the same bed together, spooned at night several times. We would walk through the woods hand in hand, and yeah, I don't have the same. Like, and- I don't have the same feelings with Calvin. I have about you, like where I want to fuck him up the ass real dirty, fucking kill him. Like, but I but I do would like to like, sleep in the bed next to Calvin. I've had relationships like that. I love that. <laughs> I'm 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 here for that. Yeah, I but am. Rachel can come to you. Francis, do you want to sleep in the bed with us too? What's that? I just, well, I just added Rachel to sleeping in the bed with us. So maybe you want to come too then. That sounds lovely. Okay. Sounds beautiful. I think, I think that would be nice. Maybe we can do that in Cold Spring. I think when you're looking for a family, (laughs) when you're looking for a family, the stakes, the stakes are different. You know, you look at your friends and you're like, could you be the ones? Yeah, because like, like maybe you're my family. Yeah, because like me and Rachel, like, our families have like really like not accepted us. So no, they're not there. So but. we like only have our friends. Like, but that's okay. That's but we okay. did cr- Christmas together, me and Rachel, like this year. Like, and we did like you know it's okay. Like I wasn't invited to Christmas, but I like, I don't go. But it's just like I would like to be invited. But my sister did do one for the team, invite me to my nephew's birthday. Thanks, thanks. I'm gonna I'm gonna make him a clown picture of a clown. Here's what Amy said recently. Yesterday, uh, I have the best memories of our friendship. You helped me navigate through so much growth, confusion, insecurity, and angst. You're truly a part of my fabric. And I said, thank you. I think of it as the most romantic. I want to steal that line for Chris Chaos because he's mad. The most romantic, <laughs> the most romantic platonic relationship I've ever had. And she said, that's perfect. Say it again. I'm going to steal it right now. I said, <laughs> I, which one? You're, Hers? you're a part of my fabric. You are truly, truly a part of my fabric. 
And she said, that's perfect. So I wanted to All right, it. just stole it. Oh, he's not listening. I I really hope he didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets that text and he's like, that bitch. I mean, he's going to think This is why I canceled amazing. the hotel. <laughs> No, I think I think I think it, he's gonna think I came up with that line myself. I I come up with artsy stuff like that sometimes. My brother is so bad with dealing with people with grief. He he told me uh, he's he said, "Oh wow, I just got this uh, message. My friend's friend has passed away." And I said, "Oh wow, I'm so sorry to hear." And he, and then he texts, "Oh yeah, that's good. I'm so sorry to hear." I'm, I'm like, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> "This is basic says- stuff." It's hard to know what to say when someone's grieving. It really is. You don't want to sound fake. You don't want to just spit out the line that someone spit out to you when you were grieving. That's why I really miss this one therapist that we both had, Jess, because she was really good about helping me grieve. She was like, she was realizing that like I was actually having like gaps of memory like about it. That I so she was like, "What year did he die?" And I was like, it "Took me so long to answer because I was like, I don't. Know, it's really hard. Like I've boxed that out. It's just really." Uh, you're really, you're really confusing me right now. <laughs> you know, she's like in the hallway, like not letting it go. Like she's like, "What year? What year?" And I'm like, "This is really hard for me right now. Like, this is really hard for me to like figure out. You know, like it's like I really don't want to go through the memories to figure it out. Yeah, I have to go through a lot of memories to figure that out. And you see that, and that's why you're a good therapist. Today, uh, thank you for sharing that. Today, uh, Lucy, Lucy had brought over a, a copy of the book, The Ethical Slut. <laughs> but and I wrote it. it I, I destroyed it. You, it's yeah, not I, even my asked, book. It's I my asked, friend's book. I asked, could I could I look at this? Because because I had heard about the eth- the ethical slut the book for for years and years and years, and uh, I looked at the chapter headlines and I was like, oh, this is sluthood one hundred and one. I'm like way past this. And 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 you were like, yeah, that's the same. That's why I wrote all in it. And then one of the things that you wrote. No, you I, for- I, I need this book. I'll read the. I'll read the book. Well, it's not all completely written in. It's not completely written in. But one of the things that was written in there... One of the things that was written in there was, Francis needs to worship me. (laughs) Like you were going through something that... Where where I wasn't... Where you felt I wasn't, you know, as... It's like... And it's like... I was like going through this all by myself. Like we weren't in a fight. And then I think I still must have been going through it this morning. Because then I call you up and I'm like, call the cops! Right now, and you were like, "No, I'm not calling the cops." Yeah, it was eight thirty in the morning. You're like, asking me to call. Arrested. You're asking you're me to call arrested. Officer Lopez at eight thirty in the morning. That's the community affairs officer at the eighty third precinct. Well, then I called him myself like a big girl. Our regular listeners know that the community affairs officer at the eighty third precinct is Officer Lopez, and I'm like, I'm like, babe, babe, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing that right now. I'm not calling the police at eight thirty a.m. and uh, I don't. It's it's just not what I'm gonna do right now. You got mad at me. Wait, why did you why did you want to talk to the police? Got mad at me. Called me two Saturday hours later Saturday and said, Saturday. "You're never there for me on Saturdays. Always there. We have dinner together. We ride the train to the show together. I can I can attest to that. It's true. <laughs> I might ask for the, some of the pages back that I wrote in another time. I We're, think it's really powerful to write in books. I'm all about it. Hey, uh, Zombie Burlesque Vegas and David Sachs Productions, you need to compensate Juliet Lismuse for stealing her act. You have to at least. Yeah, I in- saw. I saw all about that today. Yeah, they did uh, right down to the hair, the tights. Like they like really like did her dirty. The same song. 
surgery. Zombie burlesque Vegas stole from what Julie Atlas Muse. That's okay. David Sachs Production. We are calling them out. We call you out, David Sachs Productions. Also, you like I, I I never I never like say stealing is okay, but at least when some poor ass broke ass bitch who can't dance steals my act, I'm like whatever, fine. But these are trained professional dancers who have a lot of money. They, 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 it was a very expensive show. It, they had the money to pay her to use her act if they wanted her act that bad. It wasn't some broke ass show. Broke ass hoes. Okay, it was no broke ass hoes. The burlesque makes me want to vomit. Shit. 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 Lucille. That was Lucy. That was definitely Lucy. I'm going to be Lucille now. Lucas still can't come back because like, Lucas is definitely going to get arrested. My girlfriend's here. <laughs> so I, uh, I, did, I did pull up a lot of great... Rachel, Rachel of great has not work. actually confirmed she's my girlfriend yet, but I've just told her she is. I did pull up a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, a lot of great reggae today, so I want to play one more for sure you. This is uh, Walk and Don't Look Back. Uh, this is a duet with Peter Tosh. And dig it, Mick Jagger. Okay. 
far you've been walking, man. About 100 miles. You still got a couple hundred more miles to walk. Yeah, we all got a long way to go. So you better put on your shoes, man. I'll put on my shoes. I'll run you off and run you on, but I'll get there. We go walking, don't look back. We go walking, don't look back. We go walking, don't look back. Wasn't that fun? I don't know what I wrote here, but it seems like it was going to be better if I didn't make it messy. It was, I said something negative. Like I said, sometimes Polly is just making everyone feel like it's it, the You got to be in the mic, babe. Babe, you got to be in the mic. The good what? The good old days. Got, the good got, old days. No one can hear you if you're not in the mic. For the night. Oh, that's cute. That's a really good line. Sometimes Polly is just making people feel like it's the good old days for the night. You wrote that? I wrote that last night. Nice. That's a really that's a good one. That's a, that's a good line. That's a good line. That is a good line. I actually had some genius in here, but there was one page I was like, I don't think that's true. I'm going to cross that out. I'm just going to take it out. Uh, this was a brilliant notebook, and then I fucked that one up, so I'm just going to pretend I didn't fuck that one up. We're, we're, <laughs> we don't have a lot of time left. One of the things I was going to talk about was uh, the trans girls and women being banned from playing uh, girls and women's sports. In well, what we were states. also going to talk about is that you know, me and Rachel are, I guess, canceled by the queer community as not considered trans enough. No, we're not trans enough. Because sure. we, they don't, they don't accept the multiple personality disorder people into the trans community. I guess. I mean, some people might. But I mean, the, the, people Wikipedia might. said definitively they don't, which I think is a little strong. How does Wikipedia I know that? I think that's a little strong. I, I was like, I was like, Wikipedia, how do you know that? They, they said, they, they, they said the queer, the LGBTQ community does not accept people who D, they call it D, D transitioned because if you, if you start to transition, but then you they discovered you had multiple personality after you have essentially detransitioned in um, medical terms because you then you uh, did not take a full transition, even though Lucas is still my main identity, so I still really transitioned. But then they brought up like I guess I detransitioned, so I'm and detransitioning is very I guess they said contentious in the LGBT community and they try to hide it and um, don't like those people who do that. But, you know, I don't need no cookie cutter gays, so I got my own gays and they aren't like that. Yeah, I have, I, I am now identifying as a gay man even though I have... Good sex, job, babe. Good though, job, babe. Even though I have... Sex, nobody nobody can take a dick like you. I, even though I do have sex with women <laughs> and I am attracted to women... <laughs> And nobody I can take a dick like and, you. and I, I hope I'm being loud enough. Nobody can take a dick like Francis. And, nobody. And, nobody can take a dick like Francis. I'm just gonna I, let it. I'm just no, gonna let I, it go. I kill him. So I, I'd be like, Dave, babe, I'm gonna murder you. I, it's not that I'm not kinky. It's not that I don't. It's not that I don't want to fuck you up in multiple ways and or injure you. But it's just that I don't think I should. You know, bring your like organs into another part of your head or something. And then you're like, hey, there's something happening. I'm like, no, it is. And I like, picture it over and over, like the blood spewing over, and me like calling your sister. Like, okay, well, can you come watch your mom? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to take Francis to the hospital. <laughs> so I identify as a gay
and I still enjoy having sex with women. And that you might say is a bisexual, but I can identify however I want to. You're a gay man. You're a gay man. <laughs> if I took dick like that, I might not say I'm a lesbian, but I can take dick very well, so I'm a lesbian. You know, I might as well say this, what I told you earlier, that, that I need to be with someone as crazy as me because the same person wouldn't fuck me the way I'd... A sane person would say no. I was like, babe, am I crazy? And he was like, well, yeah, but that's why, you know, you fuck me well. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> like, I think I'm like one of those people where like, like de- definitely Officer Lopez, like he must like be talking to you and he's just like, damn, the sex must be good. <laughs> they're like it's either he the officer Lopez is like says here he was violent <laughs> referring to Lucas yeah they they the either precinct is pretty good about um some some of them are pretty good about like sometimes using like male pronouns when I'm going as Lucas and they they're like the eighty third precinct's better than a lot of other precincts in that in that department um and they also did save me from the hospital workers when they were trying to rape me. And then they later did rate me, but we're going to talk about it with the New York Times. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> impressed. I'm very impressed by Lopez. Yeah, I'm the, the 83rd Precinct is not all bad, but they definitely want me like out of that neighborhood. But I might just move all of my friends into my house. Um, like my friends. Not from, a good idea. No, my program. My I think friend. it's a not beautiful, a good idea. It's a beautiful idea. Okay, a beautiful Rachel accepted idea. it. Okay, and Rachel is the one who's working with me to be a leader here. We're trying to be leaders, and I was like, okay, we're going to be a leader. We're going to take the next step, Rachel. Let's have them move in with us. And so, so if you had money to pay for this apartment, this would be the most amazing fucking idea. Um, we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna do some GoFundMe's. I've never done GoFundMe, but I will do it for my for my best friends there. You know, folks with disabilities. Folks they, with disabilities. They do not get. They, they don't do get, get any. They, they don't get proper funding. So, never. like you know, in the, typically the, you used to do this in church. The church would take care of people with disabilities. But you know, like I'm my own church. I, I we really, just need a little money. Oh wait, did I just say that a lot again? I shouldn't speak because, like, when I'm in this crazy state, I do say like narcissistic things, and sometimes I look at Nick and I'm like, Nick, um. I, I, I think like the bat it's like out of the bag now and now everyone knows I'm definitely narcissistic personality disorder and he's like he like never wants to diagnose me as that but he never says like definitively I'm not like, what, like he told me I'm definitively not Satan like and Satan is not inside me no but you're he not did Satan. not tell me Stop it. he did not tell me I'm definitively not a narcissist he'll just be like oh okay um I've come in contact. contact <laughs> I think with Nick people does who, think I'm a narcissist. Satan, you are not. <laughs> no, he Nick really thinks Satan's not inside me, um, no, and no worms either. But no. but he but he does I think think I might be a narcissist because he's just kind of quiet about it. Like he's like, okay, okay, all right, and I'm like, okay. So what you're saying is I am. Okay, thank you. Well, I have every disorder. Damn it! How does this happen to one person? Who raised me? Joanne? <laughs> it's a explaining to do. <laughs> Don't you blame me for this, Kristen. That's what she sounds like. Oh, you all know what she sounds like. If you listen to like, even one episode of her, like, Kristen! Kristen! <laughs> Get over here! Kristen! Kristen! <laughs> Now you see why I don't go by Kristen. See why some people need multiple personalities, okay? It's just like, leave, like, leave, don't judge unless you've been there. Okay? 
like people hear my mom like talking to me over the phone and they don't they 86 me just because they can't hear her anymore like that's how i got kicked off of that psych ward floor they were like we just can't hear your mother talk to you ever again and i'm like i didn't i did nothing i'm just i'm just listening to true crime in my room because they gave us, they, I went to, oh, so the public cost at the private hospitals, they give you iPads instead of raping you. So um, it is not, it's not the same <laughs> everywhere. Um, I got to listen to true crime. This is one of those things where I'm laughing because I'm so It's so upset. serious. I got to listen to true like, crime. I'm so upset. I, I got my own iPad and listened to true crime in my personal room at the private hospital. And then one of the private hospitals, Mount Sinai, did me dirty, but that's because my husband, like, works there and they're not too happy with They did me dirty and put me in the, like, all-male dangerous room because they said, they were like, you want to be a boy? Here you are. Here you're a boy. And they dropped me off in the boys' room. So then, like, that was not good. And then I was like, oh, I will go off tea. I will go off tea. Give me a fuck. You don't want to be with, like, male prisoners, okay? I just want to be clear that none of this was prison. This is where they're supposed to help you. But it was actually... No, Worse I, than prison. I know it feels like prison. I've never been in prison. I, in I'm prison, just, they don't put people in isolation like that. That's a war tactic. Just, they use war tactics on the mentally ill, and we're going to go to the press, and we're going to fuck this world up. And I have a lot of people already who liked my post that, uh, when I said I was going to fuck people up, but it really gave me stress. But I did that when I was fucked up, and then I was like, shit, now I have to do it because I told everyone I was going to do it. And I, I was just before telling my like, partners, and now I'm telling hey, everyone. We, we got to go. I, I'm, we gotta I'm go. glad that I'm, that, I'm, that I'm the host that knows when to sit back when someone else is going off and making points because you've been on fire. <laughs>